This podcast is brought to you by Brisk Languages, and it has the purpose of helping you improve your listening skills. Here's Barbara, and I'm here with Marta. Hi, guys. How are you doing? And today we're going to talk about uh, an interesting topic, which is how do we understand and learn a new accent? Wow. Um, mm -hmm. Something that many students worry about. Mm -hmm. And I think to start with, we would have to say that accents are more than just a way of speaking. Like mm -hmm. they're very related to the culture and like how to connect with people of specific places. Mm -hmm. So by taking the time to learn a new accent, you will basically be understanding the culture behind it as well. Uh, you will expand your experience of a place and its people immeasurably, for sure. Uh, and even though we may think it's the same language, but we know there are differences, not differences only in words, but really how they are pronounced. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even grammar, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Uh, but it's interesting that even for uh, native speakers, that can be hard. And mm -hmm. we have seen many people uh, talking about that, like Americans, when they go to uh, the UK, they say that they have a hard time because it's just a different way. It's almost as if it were a different language. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost a different language. And it, it's the same thing that I've experienced when I came to Brazil, because I could understand basically what everybody was saying, because I had had contact with the language before, with the accent before, but nobody could understand what I was saying. And the question popping all the time in my mind was, aren't we speaking the same language? <laughs> What's happening? And it was difficult. It was very difficult. I believe Americans, when they go to England or Scotland or whatever, they feel exactly the same thing because it's so difficult to understand the, the especially the Scottish accent, in my opinion. <laughs> you have the experience with the uh, Irish accent, so... Yeah, but actually, I don't think that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one uh, was from Wales. Yeah. Oh yeah, gosh. that was the most challenging one, uh -huh. in my opinion. <laughs> and we have, have been learning and studying and speaking English for many years. Now imagine a student, right? When it, it encounters uh, uh, different accents as difficult as this one, as this one or uh, watching a movie like Braveheart or something where the accent is very, very weird. So it's very difficult for a student that basically watches series and TV uh, movies or whatever and basically the accent is totally American mm -hmm. and then they encounter these accents and they go like whoa my <laughs> teacher isn't actually teaching me anything right so that's the difficult uh, the difficulty of picking up new accents uh, because it also depends on your native accent as well right? mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. and uh, I was thinking about that uh, for example for us Brazilians compared to Portuguese people, I think for you guys, it's a little bit easier to uh, pick up Spanish, mm -hmm. the Spanish accent, because like the L and like you uh -huh. already speak kind of like the same. Yeah, and English as well. 
So that's one of the things that as uh-huh <laughs> here in Brazil you kind of pronounce the L in a different way mm -hmm. as it were uh, as if it were a U and that actually makes it harder for you to learn the correct accent of the the English language because the L is pronounced as we do it in Portuguese so mm -hmm. yes for sure mm -hmm. it's a little bit more difficult for you guys <laughs> Uh, but uh, why would say it's important to understand different accents like for our students? Because you're going to, you will want to travel. So if you want to travel to different countries, you're not going to hear always the same accent as you hear in the Marvel, Marvel movies, for example. The Avengers, they speak in a common language, in a common accent, right? So the accent is a little bit more understandable for the public, for the viewer. So if you travel to different places like Scotland, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, so anywhere in the world you want to go, the language spoken will be largely, of course, English, but you will encounter different accents. And if you are working... That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> of course you will have Indian people, uh -huh. Japanese people uh, speaking in English with a totally different accent. So you have to have a a broad ability to understand different ways of speaking a language. So you have to understand the different uh, sounds that uh, a single letter might have. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So and that it might be totally different from your mm -hmm. native language. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I have some questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which accent did you learn first, like when you were uh, studying English? As you, you've shared before, that uh -huh. you started studying a long, long time ago. Yeah, basically because of TV and movies and stuff, uh, the, the accent you have contact with uh, right in the beginning is American, right? However, the city I was born, Porto, in Portugal, uh, is a very touristic city. So. And because it's in Europe, it's very close to England, right? So you have France, Germany, England, it's, everything is kind of close if you think about proportions, Brazilian <laughs> proportions, everything is close sure, there. Yeah. Everything uh, is close there. Hour yeah. <laughs> but it is. The, the point is, uh, once I told a student, oh, uh, there was a weekend that I went to, to Paris to have breakfast, and the student was like, what? You're so rich. <laughs> but it was a 16-hour drive, it was planned, it was like, it was like you guys going to the beach, you know? Like, it's far, but it's worth it. And when people tell me, oh, let's go to Rio, and I'm like, what? That's a different state. No, it's a six-hour drive. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, then it's okay. <laughs> you can travel Portugal from north to south in like nine hours, eight hours. I don't know. It's like, it's a very small country. So everything in Europe is close. So the people I was talking with, uh, on the streets or uh, at the hotel, because I used to work at hotels, uh, they were basically British people. So I fell in love with the accent and I started watching a little, I started choosing the TV series I wanted to watch and then I chose particularly the British accent because I preferred it. Um, but the first accent that everybody I think will learn is the American accent because of the movies we watch on TV. 
for sure, I think. <laughs> that was what happened to me. Uh, and then next one, uh, we kind of talked about that already. Mm -hmm. uh, are there accents that are harder to learn than others? Absolutely. And going back to the beginning when we were talking about culture and how deep it is uh, intrinsically linked with the accent. Uh, when I first traveled to Scotland, I was already an adult. And the first time I heard people talking to me and I was at a coffee shop, I could not understand a single word. It was like a shock. And I had been speaking English for my whole life and I could not understand what that person was telling me. And you know when you get embarrassed to ask like three times the same thing, like, what? Sorry, could you repeat? <laughs> and you start getting embarrassed and you're just like, okay, turn around, leave the coffee shop. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What happened? Did I travel in time or space? What, what is happening to me? And it's just a matter of getting used to that different way of speaking and getting to know the culture because it was not only the language and the accent that was uh, the accent per se, that was difficult and shocking for me. People were having alcoholic drinks at 10 a.m. like if, if it were breakfast. But then the place I was, uh, I went directly to Edinburgh and it was so cold. I remember it was snowing and then the, peop the local people started telling me, yeah, we drink alcoholic beverages to keep warm. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Because it's cultural and when you start to learn the culture and when you start mingling with the people, the local people, and you start going to the local places, then you start getting a feeling of how they think and how they will speak and getting accustomed, a little used to the different sounds that they are using. Because yes, uh, fundamentally the language is the same, but the different sounds are new to us. So after a a while you start getting used to it and you start making sense of what they're saying like oh I've been living here my whole life <laughs> so but it was it was the first shock that I had with the different accent in the, the, the in the English language was when I traveled to to Scotland basically that's cool <laughs> uh, I remember I was uh, talking about my experience with the accent from Wales mm -hmm. actually when I was in the US uh, there was a theater performance and I went with my friends to watch it. I, will, I, will, I don't know, I don't remember, but it was in the beginning of uh, my exchange and I understood literally nothing. <laughs> Like I knew nothing. It was the beginning, but you. But had yeah, yeah. Like I, I had been there, there for I, I don't know, three months, maybe uh -huh. four months, something like this. And I remember, like I left, like very frustrated, and I said I understood nothing. And then my American friends were like, Oh, we didn't understand much either. <laughs> so it's even difficult for the natives. So. Uh, yeah. So then I was relieved. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> I don't have to be so hard on myself. Good. Uh -huh. Um. Is learning an accent something students should worry about at first, like when they just start learning English? Uh, you know, there are different approaches to this question. In your opinion. <laughs> in my opinion, I, I think it, depend, it really depends on the student. So remember when we're talking, it's also important to uh, have in mind your native accent. So if you have, for example, a student whose native accent is very strong 
and you see that it's completely different from the accent or the sound of we, I don't want to get too uh, technical here, <laughs> but to the sound of the letters of the alphabet, for example, in, the, in, in that situation, my opinion is that you should start with learning the exact sound of the letters of the alphabet. Uh, so the student needs to understand that the way she or he have been speaking uh, for all their lives, uh, it's different from the way English people speak. So start with the alphabet, simple, and then you can go to IPA and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's important for them to understand that the sounds are completely different and that they will have to learn new sounds. And this is where the difficult part comes in, because sometimes the L sound that we were talking about, the TH sound that we don't have in Portuguese and the students struggle a lot with, but uh, on the other hand, if you have a student that has, ne has even never learned English but has contact with video games, has had contact with movies, likes to watch without subtitles or uh, not dubbed movies or something, uh, they had some kind of contact by listening to the language, it will be easier for them. So in that situation, I can worry less with teaching the accent to that student, even if he's just starting to have classes. So I, that's what I mean with different approaches. Um, it depends on the student and the difficulty and the native accent that they have. So you can go either way by starting mm -hmm. immediately with the different sounds they need to learn and be aware of because they are totally different from uh, Portuguese in this case. Or if the student already had contact, likes to listen to music, for example, American pop music or whatever, then they will have already uh, had contact, they will have an idea of the sounds mm -hmm. of the English language. So, And also depending on their goal, right? Because mm -hmm. like, if you know that you want to go to the US, why are you going to have a British teacher? Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's, that's what I normally... That's For what me, I, at least. Yeah, 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 it makes total sense, but that's what I normally say. It's good, even so, it's good to have contact with other accents because... Uh -huh. But not when, when you, go, you start, you start learning. No, no, no. In, in the example you mentioned, if you want to travel to the US, if you will have to do that, on occasion because of work, for example, it doesn't make sense to hire a British teacher, uh -huh. of course. But it's good to have contact mm -hmm. because what I normally say if, is if you travel, you're going to go through airports, you're going to go, you're going to have like connection flights, you never know where you're going to end up and you will probably find a Scottish, Irish or British person along the way. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to, you don't want that shock to mm -hmm. happen and get lost. Like so, I just speak uh, American, American English. English. <laughs> exactly, that's the point. But when I mean to have contact with other uh, other accents, I mean watching another movie, for example, Braveheart, or uh, watching The Crown, which is a good TV series, Harry Potter, right? So you have other options mm -hmm. just so that your brain doesn't get only fixed on one single accent, uh -huh. okay, of your teacher, for example. So it's all, it, even me, with me as a teacher, I always tell students to broaden their contact with the language and not to focus only on my accent because it's not the only accent in the world. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And we also have to think that in that country, you have 
you have many different accents, exactly. like we have here in different Brazil. Different states, mm -hmm. exactly. Big countries, they have uh -huh. many states. So, uh, as you mentioned, the connection flight, connecting flight. I remember when I went to the U.S. Uh, my connect, I, I was going to Colorado, and my connecting flight was in uh, Texas. And I was like, <laughs> what? Texas <laughs> is, a, is a different accent. Yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. they are very, uh, they have a very strong accent. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, uh, so let's go, uh, let's talk about some tips. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What could we do to understand or if we really uh, are interested in learning a new accent, mm -hmm. what are some things that we could do? Um, like I, I just mentioned a few, right? Like listening to music, watching videos. Um, when, when I really want to practice my British accent, for example, because I feel like I'm losing it because all of the contact of the American accent that we have with TV and movies and stuff, uh, I follow, for example, Emma Watson, I hear speeches of uh, British authors, um, speakers, blah, 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 because it's important for you to shadow. So to uh, mimic another person, to have an example of what you would like to do. That's going to make things a lot easier uh, if you have an example. Uh, everybody knows the sentence that we mentioned, Harry Potter drinking a glass of water. So it's, it's, it's just an idea of what, where you want to get and who you should follow. Mm -hmm. because it's going to make the path a lot easier. So following natives on social media, uh, googling for speeches, um, it's, it's an American accent, but for example, it's just if students uh, would like the tip. Uh, oh, Michelle Obama, fantastic uh -huh, speaker. She's amazing. Uh -huh. she's amazing. So if you want a good American accent, easy to understand, she's a great example to follow on social media and, and YouTube uh, channels, podcasts, whatever. Mm -hmm. So that would be one of the tips mm -hmm. I would give. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, sure. Uh, but uh, not only listen, but also try to mimic, like yes. really repeat uh -huh. the words. And uh, this is something that I used to do and I still do it sometimes uh -huh. like with the YouTubers that's why we that I say, like. <laughs> that's why we say teachers are crazy because we repeat things in front of the mirror and like you were saying, repeat with your favorite YouTuber. Because that's the way you're gonna learn, especially gonna... like even for new words. But mm -hmm. uh, but it's interesting, like to, to really pick up the accent of mm -hmm. a specific place. Mm -hmm. uh, so for sure. All right, another tip that you have already mentioned, like really really fast, uh -huh. <laughs> but it didn't explain. So what is IPA? <laughs> the IPA is basically the IPA. international. international <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be something different. <laughs> Well, it helps you speak the language. <laughs> but the International Phonetic Alphabet can get you off to a good start. Uh, so each letter in the IPA, in the International Phonetic Alphabet, represents not only a sound, but it also has the how you can produce that sound. So there is a method of producing that sound. And it's easy when you start understanding the symbols because there are a lot of symbols Im involved but once once you get started 
Uh, it gets easier to understand the different sounds you, you need to learn, how to make those sounds, because sometimes you just hear and hear and hear, and if you're a visual person, you're gonna have to see it mm -hmm. somehow. So that's the aid, especially for uh, visual learners, I would say, that the IPA can give you. It, mm -hmm. It's a good aid, a visual aid. And you can download an app uh, with IPA sounds and practice, just like students like to, uh, play, I'd say, I normally <laughs> say on Duolingo, you know, so basically if you download the app you can uh, search a little bit and have fun with the IPA sounds, it's nice. Sure, I think that's a very good tip, very interesting for uh, intermediate and advanced students. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say for beginners because that can be more confusing, actually. Yeah, it's a little demanding, like I said, because of the symbols and the, the it's not only a different sound per letter because you're gonna have sometimes <laughs> three, four different sounds, sounds per letter and then the phonemes and blah, blah, blah. And again, I don't want to get too technical, <laughs> but it, it, it can be extensive. For mm -hmm. you to learn something and focus on that right in the beginning when you really want just to experience an evolution and start speaking, I don't think it's going to be very productive, but by the time you can already speak a little bit and you want to improve your accent, yes, that's a great tip, mm -hmm. I would say. Sure. And um, just so we know, uh, people can visualize what we're talking about, like mm -hmm. when you get online, like on dictionaries and we can see like many symbols mm -hmm. following the word, like, I don't understand what that is. That's what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, are there any extra tips? I, I think that watching, like having contact, yes. basically having Immersing contact. yourself mm -hmm. in the language. I think it's a surefire strategy for observing accents and learning the language. Again, uh, try to mimic not only even the accent, but try to mimic the person uh, altogether. You mm -hmm. know, try mm -hmm. to mimic her gestures, facial expressions, how the way the person strings syllables together, remember connected speech. So try to understand how sounds go together in that accent. So it's going to help you a lot. Uh, remember there is rhythm when we speak, there mm -hmm. is tone of voice, there is a lot of intrinsic uh, connections. And it's important for you not to get lost in those little details, but to pay attention to them and have fun by reproducing mm. them, Because sure. you're gonna see a pattern. Uh-huh, exactly. Mm -hmm. Eventually, like everything else you we learn in life, eventually it will become automatic. You don't have to remember the symbols, you don't have to mimic the person anymore because it will be you. You will find yourself in the language and in the accent, so. Awesome, thank you very much for thank today. You. That was I awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> see you next see time. See you guys, bye-bye. Bye-bye.